Welcome to Swim Streams Podcast. This podcast is hosted by Krish Subramanian, founder and chief research advisor at Risha.research. Krish will talk to developers and other engineers about distributed applications and how they are using Swim platform to build their applications. This podcast is sponsored by Swim, a platform to build massively real-time streaming applications. Let us now move on to today's episode. In this episode of Swim Streams podcast, I'm talking to Ali from MaxiTech. Ali, can you introduce yourself, talk about what you do and talk about what MaxiTech is doing? Uh, absolutely. Uh, my name is Ali Isitman and I'm a software engineer background, corporate innovation specialist here at MaxiTech. And I'll start with MaxiTech. Um, MaxiTech is actually the innovation affiliate of one of the largest uh, banks in Turkey. Uh, called Ishbank. And Ishbank, uh, in 2006, they decided to separate their IT department, later named to be Softec. And two and a half years ago, Softec and Ishbank decided together that in order to be not disrupted in the technology field, they have to actually follow the uh, technology and technological advancements where they're actually being made. So they uh, joined, uh, decided to open up an outpost uh, called MaxiTech. Uh, here in the Silicon Valley, San Francisco, uh, to follow up on these technologies and find products that will create some sort of a value uh, for either Softec or the bank and bring it back to Turkey with us. And for about two years, we worked with the bank and Softec, uh, finding companies like Swim, actually, uh, and doing some POC work with their products. Uh, and we eventually had like seven products uh, go live in the bank, two of which uh, just got revealed last November. And we gained some experience throughout this process uh, with the bank and Softec, and uh, we decided to offer our services, we decided to package our services and offer to uh, external clients as well. And we named that as Corporate Innovation Services, hence the Corporate Innovation Specialist. Uh, myself, I was working at Softec for about three years. Uh, when they opened MaxiTech, I, of course, applied. Uh, I think I'm one of the first people who applied to actually come here. And uh, I got accepted. I came here for about six months uh, as a temporary employee at MaxiTech. And at the end of the six months, they graciously asked me to stay permanently, and I accepted. It is an interesting journey. Today, we are going to talk about MaxiTech's embrace of Swim platform. Before we go deeper, I want to ask you, what attracted MaxiTech towards Swim platform? Well, as a part of the corporate innovation services, we have this uh, very extensive scouting process. And this essentially, we follow the uh, VC portfolios, we follow up on events, we actually go out and uh, create networks and we meet people. And throughout this process, we found out about Swim and their uh, work on Edge and IoT uh, platforms essentially and we really wanted to get in contact and learn uh, more in depth what they're actually doing and how can we make that a valuable product for the bank or uh, Softec. Uh, after we got in contact actually we found out that uh, one of us actually knew one of Swim's senior developers so it was actually very easy to make the connection there and start talking. Uh, when we went to Swim's offices and had the meeting there, they were explaining what use cases they were working on and uh, they were walking us through their like work so far. Uh, one of which was the, they're like creating the digital twins of the Palo Alto traffic lights. They were essentially relaying information to the cloud uh, saying that, okay, this 
light at this corner is red right now or it turned to green like that kind of uh, real-time information so that actually uh, created a spark in our heads they were making a traditionally regular equipment into a data producing smart equipment uh, that stuck with us I will uh, talk more about that later if you want me to but essentially they were very enthusiastic to have us try out their platform because they were also kind of at the beginning of their journey and uh, all of us being computer nerds here uh, we were super excited to try it out this is a good segue for me to talk about the next topic i want to discuss in one of the talks you gave in a swim meetup you talked about how dumb devices that are there in the field can be converted into smart devices this is a topic of interest to me i've been thinking how these dumb devices or legacy devices that exist in the field can be transformed into smart devices. So I'm thinking maybe Swim platform is the right platform that can be used on these dumb devices or legacy devices. And we can convert them into smart devices that can be used in an IoT or edge kind of scenario. What is your take on this? And can you elaborate on how you are using Swim platform to do this? Absolutely. Uh well, after the meeting I just talk, uh, talked about, we went to our office and we were like brainstorming on how we can uh, use Swim's platform uh, effectively. Uh, but we were, uh, full disclosure, we were kind of skeptic on how actually it would be working. Uh, so we took our inspiration from the Palo Alto traffic light situation. So we decided, okay, what can we do with this information? And uh, to be perfectly frank, there was this one coffee machine uh, lying around in our office. And we decided that, okay, what if there was a way for us to actually read how much coffee was left in the uh, pot, essentially? So uh, we bought this like weight sensors because like we assumed that coffee is not that much heavier than water. So uh, we can actually measure how much coffee is there by uh, measuring the weight of it. Uh, we got the weight measuring devices. We retconned this like laptop stand into like this platform where it can actually rest upon. Uh, and we got this uh, Raspberry Pi, which was also lying around in the office and to make it actually the brain and install the swim platform there. And let's see how we can uh, read the data from it. To our surprise, swim was actually very, very easy to work with. Uh, it, we, we were just able to create a lane uh, that will transfer the information on the weight sensor. Uh, we were able to visualize that in a very weird number set. We then converted those numbers into like uh, the coffee pot was uh, taking four uh, cups of coffee. So we essentially equated that number into four. And uh, we also used Swim's existing UI building elements to visualize that in a like dial kind of thing uh, to visualize how much coffee was there. Our main purpose there was uh, to prove that we can actually take a regular device and make it into a data producing device. And we were able to succeed in that by uh, measuring how much cup of cups of coffee, how many cups of coffee uh, is in the pot at that time. The uh, kicker to that is that we were able to do it in real time. That was actually what the swim was bringing into the table. Like it was doing most of the work. Like we were just, uh, we just required to uh, get the weight information and then push it into a lane and swim was taking care of the rest of it. That allowed us to uh, talk to our corporate heads at Ishbank and SoftEgg and actually prove the value of the Swim platform. Interesting use case with devices lying around in our offices or home. Can we shift gears and talk about how Swim platform can actually help in 
real world scenarios like a manufacturing plant or a pipeline that exists in a city these are crude devices with uh, very little uh, modern technology so how can swim platform be used to convert these devices into smart devices can you elaborate on how it can be done well, actually, right after that meeting with the corporate heads, uh, we were thinking about real-world uh, use cases outside of the coffee machine. When we talked to Swim about it, they were very excited with us that we were able to uh, create the coffee machine in the digital environment. And we then brainstormed a little together with Swim, a little internally amongst us, ourselves. And we started looking around with Softex help, actually, in this part, uh, small to medium-sized production facilities that weren't producing or uh, getting any data from their devices. And we were actually able to find uh, this one biomass uh, production facility, like energy production facility, which they had all the equipment, but they had no overlaying system that was uh, like creating the data for it. And we decided that, okay, if we went there and tried this system and get that data, where we, would we be able to implement this? And Actually, we were able to uh, create a very pure, like proof of concept kind of a project, which then evolved into the device that we now call Edge Gateway, uh, which is essentially a device that's connecting to the endpoints of the production facility, like the valves or the engines or that kind of like the actual data producing possible <laughs> devices. And we were able to read data from that and we created a nice architecture around it. And that actually created our first real-world use case scenario, which then uh, afterwards we learned that most of these uh, machinery or equipment uh, is pretty much standard. Like there's two or three companies that are uh, making those valves, for example. All of them have the same sensor outlet. So we found out that we can actually apply this into a much wider area. In the meetup, you talked about how Swim Platform deployed on Maxitex Edge Gateway is reducing the amount of data that is being pushed to the cloud. This is an interesting use case. In scenarios like uh, the example you gave with the walls and uh, other devices, the network connectivity in that real-world scenario is really bad. Network latency is bad. The cost of moving data to cloud is really high. Can you talk about how Swim Platform can help us in situations like this? Uh, sure, uh, but to answer that question, I would actually need to go a little bit more into detail on how the edge gateway actually works. Bare idea is that the device that we created is actually uh, three components. One of them is actually uh, the sensor device that we put on the actual machinery that's doing the work. Uh, those sensors are reading the data and transferring them to the uh, edge gateway itself. Edge gateway uh, is now capable of like... Uh, processing that information, that data that it comes to. And then it's able to transfer all of that data into the main server, as we call it, which is essentially a standard laptop. Uh, that laptop actually brings in the more capabilities like anomaly detection or uh, machine learning algorithms. Uh, that stuff that the facility actually requires to uh, produce their material in an effective way. We found out that especially small to medium-sized production facilities have a problem with the traditional monitoring systems and Edge Gateway is actually a very nice uh, response to that because the SWIM's advantage there is SWIM only transfers the data only if the state changes. So if we're going giving the example of the valves, uh, valves, 
the swim uh, platform is only going to send the message if there's a change in that uh, state like the valve is open the valve is closed instead of the valve is open the valve is open the valve is open until it's closed and then after it's like closed 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 uh, that reduces the state transmission reduces the data transfer in an astronomical rate uh, and then we will require to actually send that data into the cloud for more advanced machine learning and simulation uh, pro uh, processes and uh, if you're familiar for example with Amazon Web Services their pricing is essentially based on how much data you're transferring to that so by eliminating the unnecessary data being transferred we're uh, eliminating most of most of the cost that's for the facility owner um, and as I said the edge gateway is the uh, edge device that's actually producing the data the edge gateway that's managing the information the main server and the cloud and swim is actually present in all of these components because it's essentially the architecture that everything runs on uh, swim can communicate with other swim instances uh, that quite easily actually and uh, the whole thing is quite simple to build as well uh, so the swim on edge gateway is talking to the swim instance on the main server and that's talking to the instance on the cloud this is an interesting use case that will allow users to save considerable amounts of money in bandwidth costs. You are talking about a main server in your architecture that collects data from the system and sends only relevant data to cloud for processing. When you are talking about it, it got me thinking about another use case where you can have a similar main server with Swim platform deployed. That main server could collect the data locally and send only relevant data to cloud. But cloud will have data coming in from other users and tenants. So using this large superset of data, you will be able to train powerful machine learning models on the cloud and then send the trained model to main server so that it acts on the local data. Such a use case will be applicable in scenarios like self-driving cars where you cannot have a powerful server and process the data or the network connectivity could be really bad so, so that uh, sending data to cloud may not be feasible all the time. In such scenarios, you could have a main server-like architecture that is collecting data from the self-driving car and sending only relevant data to cloud. In the cloud, there will be data coming in from all the other cars so uh, powerful models can be developed, trained on the data, and then sent back to the main server. Then this trained model can act on the local data, and such a use case may even help save lives in scenarios that involve self-driving car. Do you think Swim platform will work in such scenarios? Can you talk about it? Uh, yes, exactly. And on top of that, with the edge gateway, we also uh, made it into like another cost saving feature uh, for that is uh, we created it as as wireless as possible because the traditional monitoring systems like these uh, usually require like miles and miles of cabling. And uh, that's first like initial like cabling cost and then the maintenance cost and swim being able to work with like RF frequencies or Wi-Fi frequencies or ethernet cables at worst case scenario uh, actually drops down the costs even more. And uh, we found out that Swim is actually kind of data agnostic, like it doesn't matter what type of data you're processing. So it actually makes uh, what you're suggesting with the autonomous cars and other use cases very much possible in that case. Based on what you said and the traffic light use case Swim has posted, I could imagine many use cases like smart cities, 
manufacturing automation, automating the supply chain, chain logistics, and many others. Can you talk about how Swim platform can be tapped to use cases like this? Uh, absolutely. Like the smart cities and uh, similar IoT and edge cases. This is actually quite, quite nice demonstrated with uh, Swim Zone Palo Alto traffic lights and, uh, if I say so myself, the edge gateway that we're creating because uh, both of them show how an existing device can be transferred into a data producing device. And smart, that actually means this in the smart city kind of scale. Like you don't have to change your infrastructure. You don't have to change what's already there. You just need to add a layer on it that where uh, Swim can actually run on. And Swim will handle the data uh, like transfer, like the produced data is going to be transferred through Swim quite easily. And like for example, uh, like, not example, but like this, uh, using the existing devices, actually like saving costs a lot. Like if you're talking about a smart city, like municipality level or city level, uh, you're going to be dropping the cost a lot more because you don't need to replace that bus, for example. You just need to add some layer so that the bus can start creating some sort of a value. Or uh, your own example in the autonomous cars, uh, they require real-time data uh, to make decisions like they need to know if that light is green over there or is it red or is there a passenger uh, oh sorry pedestrian on the sidewalk that's about to cross uh, and most of this uh, stuff with the autonomous cars currently is being uh, done through computer vision or other image recognition uh, capabilities but if you have some uh, sort of swim like infrastructure in between that swim can actually tell you if that light is red, if that light is green, if there is a pedestrian on the road, if there is uh, something going on in some road that you can't take that you have to take an alternative way. And because the processing power of these computer vision and image recognition stuff requires like a lot of hardware, you're actually downsizing that to uh, like essentially a Raspberry Pi on a device. And that actually takes care of the communication of IoT devices and being able to do this on the edge, which actually, in my opinion, the SWIM's most valuable uh, input there, allows you to do this without any lag. So you don't have to wait for that uh, information to be processed and made it into a signal the car, for example, can understand. It can be immediate. Totally agree with you. In fact, Swim can take a low-power device like Raspberry Pi and convert it into a smart device. Let's now shift gears a little bit and talk about the developer experience with Swim. Swim is a distributed application platform. Developers want to use the platform without the operational overhead. Can you talk a little bit about how Swim is making it easy for developers to deploy distributed applications? without incurring any additional operations overhead. Uh, absolutely, like developer experience, uh, it's, Swim is built on Java and essentially everyone knows Java at this point in time. So it's uh, very easy to pick up what's going on and you can just like start building out uh, almost uh, from day one. And because of that, that ease of use, we were able to create this very complicated architecture in relatively short time. Like there's, as you mentioned, like there's several layers of this. There's the cloud, there's the main server, there's the edge, there's the edge gateway. All of this is communicating with each other and it took us like several months at best to build that out. So I would say Swim is uh, very easy to work with and 
well, I will also touch on the swim team here. Like they have been great, essentially. Like since day one, they have been most informative and helpful. And they were as excited as we were when we managed to convert the coffee machine into a smart machine. And they were supporting us uh, to take this one step further each time. And they have been very quick to respond to our queries and they were always ready to help out when we were having trouble implementing an idea. In essence, like they have been great. We had very much fun with the swim platform and we think it's like a very, very nice area that we would definitely want to uh, place MaxiTech in. That is awesome to know that swim has been working with you closely to help you go from a coffee mission to a real world production scenario in Turkey. It's always important to have that kind of relationship with the vendor. Can we now switch gears as we get closer to the end of the podcast and talk about MaxiTech's future and what role SWIM is going to play in MaxiTech's roadmap in the near future? Well, as MaxiTech, we uh, believe that we have this very powerful device in our hands that is uh, capable of responding to a lot of production uh, facility level problems. Uh, we're talking about like small uh, producers like the uh, energy production facility that I was talking about to very, very large uh, manufacturing facilities like imagine big glass manufacturing facilities. Uh, we found out through our research that most of these uh, usually have like some outdated equipment that's not capable of producing data. And we believe our edge gateway uh, is the key to actually making those machines into like 21st century smart machines. And we believe that SWIM is an essential and integral part of this. Like we believe that it has the potential to become an industry standard in uh, edge and IoT cases. Uh, the way it handles communication between sensors and devices is actually very powerful and it's very easy to start uh, building and start using. Uh, we want to use this power uh, to like power up the edge gateway and use it to uh, continue supporting small to medium sized production facilities on the short term and larger production facilities around the globe on the longer term. And our wish and expectation as MaxiTech from SWIM is to well, keep up the good work on their uh, awesome platform and keep providing us a stable and reliable platform to keep building on. One last question before we wind up. What is one suggestion you would give other SWIM platform customers to focus on? Uh, well, first off, it's very easy to start using as we, uh, as I said, like we started off with a coffee machine. So like start small and start uh, like enlarging it slowly. Uh, but as MaxiTech, we're always uh, happy to help out. Like if they have any uh, questions and uh, if they want to ask us for their experience, for our experience or, or for what we've done, we've always been uh, happy to help and we will always be. Awesome, Ali. Like chatting with you on your experience with Swim Platform, I really like what you guys are doing in Turkey and I hope uh, we could take the learnings from your experience there in Turkey to other countries in the world because I see uh, what you are doing there will be a pretty good uh, blueprint for other countries to solve some of their infrastructure problems going forward. I really like your, uh, your talk in the meetup and the conversation here. And uh, I would love to have you back in Stream Streams podcast sometime in the future. Thank you for your time. And it was a great pleasure talking to you. Oh, my pleasure. Absolutely. Happy to uh, come up here again whenever you want. Uh, thank you very much for having me. It was a great conversation with Ali from MaxiTech. 
talking about how they are using swim platform in a really interesting iot project in turkey in the next episode of swim streams podcast i'll be talking to chris sachs who is the co-founder and chief architect of swim.ai that is going to be another interesting podcast episode and i encourage you to subscribe to this podcast feed and listen to that episode swim streams is a podcast brought to you by swim.ai a platform for distributed applications which helps developers build real time distributed application thank you swim.ai for supporting us